don't know if you have the pages from, from last time. It's already been a while. If we aren't if from Kesser Shem Toiv. Let me review a little bit. And we'll finish, I'm sure we'll do the entire, this entire piece. This is a remarkable anonymous letter. It was a letter, it was a document that's clearly, that's clearly from a a chassid of great stature, was most likely, was most likely one of the chassidim of Kapost from the world of Chabad, where he places, he places the, the, his galus of the, of the Balshamtev and Torah's chassidus into the context of the 6,000 years of of this world. In order for us to understand what changed and to have a very, very deep understanding, an ability to understand and to appreciate Tarasakhsidis, we must have a greater understanding of the context. And the histalslus was going to we're going to continue with after this, the histalslus of of where the Balshamta was coming from, of of why that happened then. Why did Hashem's Baruch bring the Balshamta when he brought him? And how was that the beginning of the Izgalus of Irish or Mashiach, or the light of Mashiach? So that Mitch until 120, every piece of Torah that we'll learn from the from the Balsham and Talmud Balsham will be will be shining with that light. We should be starting to learn it together with the Mashiach. The Gili the Balshamtav, this Sadik explains this godless of the Balshamtav and his Torah was at the beginning of the morning of the Elif Hashishi. Now, just to remind you, this is uh, this is in the Rabban of this parasha. But to remind you that all of all of history, Shis Al Fishnin, six thousand years. The six thousand years were now Tavshin Ayin Vav doesn't have to go to the end. There's, there's uh, the schus of, of Zoho Achishana, that we can be worthy to, just as when we left Mitzrayim, for things to move faster, and for the end to come before that time. But we're now, we're now, or then, at the time of this Gal Shamtov, was precisely the time of Alois HaShachar, of dawn, of the sixth millennium, by a simple chashban, that if you count, if you count the those those uh, thousands, those thousand years, according to each period of time, the Grod does this as well in Dvarim. The Ramban, the Ramban uh, discusses that in this week's parasha. Ki elav shani benecha kiom esmol that a thousand years. A thousand years is a day in Hashem's eyes. So the time of the Hizgalus of the Balshamta was the beginning of the morning, was the Hisnoisitzus, 
of Aloysa Shachar, of the dawn of the sixth millennium. And, and that earliest sparkling of Erev Shabbos, of Friday, of Erev Shabbos, means that it became a time that was ripe with Geula, Erev Shabbos, a time of Ta'ameh Chaim Zochel. It's brought down in Halach, as we spoke about, that an Erev Shabbos, that an Erev Shabbos, one uh, has a mitzvah, there's a mitzvah for one to taste of the Machalim of Shabbos, to taste of the Machalim of Shabbos, Ta'ameh Chaim Zochel. Shabbos doesn't just plop upon us. Shabbos requires a hachan. It's a pasuk in Torah. That Shabbos requires preparation, requires hachan, and Yemaisa Mashiach, which is Yom Shekulo Shabbos Amnucha, requires the hachan, and is illuminated by the by the by that light of Erev Shabbos, which began with the appearance of the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh. We know, I'm just reviewing what we learned last time, it's been a while, we know that there are special, there's a special su'uda, there's a special, there's a special meal that's awaiting us. We were just, when we left the sukkah, when we parted from the sukkah Shemini Yetzirah, we asked Hashem that we should be zarechet to eat the sukkah that we be made from the skin of the levyasin, that meal of the levyasin and the shohabar, the fish, from creation and the flesh of that of that behem of the Sharavar. <clears throat> that special suuda is a meal where the tzaddikim, Amech Kulun tzaddikim, will enjoy the revelations of Pnimi Satar in the deepest way. <clears throat> we'll be able to will be able to enjoy to eat, to consume the secrets of terror that were hidden from us throughout the years of Galus. And, and the Nisham of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh was sent at the beginning, at Friday morning of history, at the Friday, at the Erev Shabbos of history, at the beginning of that day, to enable us, while we're still in a state here in Galus, Legaleni od begalusi legaleni, legaleni to taste me Ilona Dechaye from the Tree of Life from the deepest, deepest secrets of Torah in a way that the Neshama Shebeguf can understand. We'll talk about that a lot in Mitzvah we're going to be learning. We're going to be learning a Maimah from Mitzvah Maimah Morgenstern. That the Neshama Shebeguf should be able to enjoy. You know how there are certain, there are certain things that when we were children, maybe they don't do this now, but, but uh, there were certain things that they believed were healthy back in the 1950s and stuff, and my mother would have me a castor oil, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. They're the things that we had to that we had to have that my, my mother would say this is really good for you. And it was the most disgusting, horrible thing. But but everybody said then you have to eat these things. You have to for me that was also milk and hot tea, stuff like that. But you had to have these things because uh, otherwise you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna die or something. So these are things we had to have. <clears throat> but we didn't we didn't we didn't uh, I didn't enjoy the taste. I didn't enjoy the time. We're going to learn how the Torah of Rabbi Shem Bayechai and the Torah of the Ariyah Kaddish, that Torah had become available in the world, but the world wasn't capable of tasting the true time, 
of having a time, of being able to enjoy the taste of the secrets of Torah, the Mishnah Torah. We're incapable of tasting it. For whatever reason, we're going to discuss that more, Mishnah. We're incapable of tasting it. It was there, it was present in the world, but for 99.9% of the Jewish people, these were closed books. Closed books. The only people who could taste of the Tree of Life were those who lived entirely in the world of the Nizam, who were almost completely detached from physical life. But to be able to taste from the Tree of Life while being a living physical organism, and the Shomash being a person that goes out to work and that, you know, enjoys a, 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 enjoys a hot dog and some sauerkraut and some mustard on it, you know, to be a Jew that's able to be, to be, to have a time of the Ilona Dechai, the tree of life, of what that means, and the Dveikas, the Dveikas Tashem, a taste of HaKadosh Baruch from the deepest way. So there were Tzadikim that were walking around saying that this is great stuff, this is great stuff, but any time that a regular Jew opened it, it was, he, 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 not only did he not taste it, but it tasted bitter. He didn't get it. That in, in the in the Zarah Kaddish and in the Kisri a regular Jew felt that Hashem was talking to angels. That Hashem is talking. Hashem is talking to to Malachim, to, to Malachim, not talking to human beings. With the arrival of the of the Balshamtiv, with the descent of of that soul into the world. As we're going to learn much more about Rikas, Hashem Ezbar gave the Jewish people on Erev Shabbos the opportunity of Toyamea Chaim Zochel to taste regular Jews like us. That's what we're doing. And it's getting much more enjoyable and it's becoming much more available as we get closer to Mashiach. What you and I are able to taste now of Pnimis Torah, our parents and grandparents could never have dreamt of. Could never ever have dreamt of. That's Pashat, that we see that. They could never have dreamt of. Again, there were tzaddikim, big, big, big tzaddikim that, that, that had a shaykhist to it. But, but our parents and grandparents, no shaykhist to it. No shaykhist to it. As we get further along. So, this is the Saud, and he explains here in this document, this this apparently a kapostachos, the tzaddik, explains here in this document how we know that the morning or the the evening is divided into the different mishmaros at the beginning of the of Masech de Brachas, the beginning of Shas, and at the very uh, at the very end of the evening, tinaik yoneik mishte imai isha mesaperus and baila, the final final time of the evening that the baby is the baby is is being nursed by the mother and Isham is a Paris and Baila these are the Simonim right in, at the beginning of Brachas these are the Simonim of the of the end of the night that the, the baby is being nursed by by the mother and the Isham is a Paris and Baila there's a conversation between the husband and wife which these are the Simonim which means that there's an awakening that takes place by the earliest risers, because the Mishnah and the Gemara at the beginning of Brachas is telling us that they're different times. But there is already a conversation between the husband and wife. That means the Shechin has already gotten up. 
Right? There's a conversation between a husband and wife that's Yisrael and Malchus. That's Kutshabichum Knesset Yisrael. That means the Shechina is beginning. The Shechina, the Shechina is beginning to, to, to wake up, so to speak. In Golis, the Shechina is in a state of Ani Yishayna. Knesset Yisrael is asleep. And is covered with the, with the dust, with the dirt, with the filth of Golis. The lost princess for Hulu, and the beginning of Gula is the awakening of the Shechina. The baby is being nursed by the mother. It's the time of Yenika, of nursing. It's the beginning, the beginning. That was the time of the Ariyakadis. Shin Lamad Gimel was the time of the Arizal. The end of the night. The end of the third Mishma, the end of the night. It's the beginning of the Shechina's awakening. It's the beginning, the beginning of the Shechina getting up from Golos. But at that time, only that circle of the Talmidei Hari, and then afterwards, as I said, a tiny, tiny group of Sadiqim who, Bamas were not even part of this world, but came out no Shaykhs to this world, were. We were learning and connected to the secrets that would become the meal of Am Yisrael at the end of time. <coughs> and the Balsham was, was the beginning of the light of the morning, of the, of the sixth millennium. That's when he arrived. And that, and that is the beginning of Tomer Chaim Zohar, where, where every Jew has the ability to taste the taste, a taste. The meal is... Mashiach, but a taste of Ilona de Chaya, the tree of life. Where simple, hard-working, regular Jews are able to talk about inyonim of Dveikas Basham, the inyon of Dveikas Basham, the mitzvah of Dveikas Basham. Where everyday life is revealed to be filled with the deepest, deepest secrets of creation, the deepest mysteries of creation. We're going to talk about all of these things when we discuss the inyon of Tzimtzum and to understand the side of there is no place without God. Everything is God. Everything is God. Everything is Elifus. That his galus began with the arrival of the Balshamtiv in this world. We're on page Tav Tzadik Vav, which says, If you don't have it, then Right, we're not going to do the whole thing. He goes through the periods then of the of the morning, which um, we can come back to Mitzvah later on, a few months from now. But we, we still need to learn a little bit more. You have it. Those who have the page on Tov Sadik Vav. The Rabbi Pinchas Karitza, of course, was was a Talmud Chavir of the Balshamtiv. It was Mitalmidi Balsham from the earliest of the Talmidi Balsham. Pinchas Karitza says Shama Shanishmas Balshamtiv Yarda Lailmazeh that the soul of the Balshamtiv came into this world, Lahir Eskla Yisrael Mishinasam to wake up 
to wake up Klai Yisrael from their sleep. Lahoyer is Klai Yisrael Mishinasam, Shehem Bibchinas His Alphus. That before, before the Valshemtiv came, again with the exception of some Sadiqim, Klai Yisrael was not only asleep, but Klai Yisrael was in a state of His Alphus. His Alphus is, is, is deeper than deep sleep. It's to be in a state of unconsciousness. Because there are four madregas, the four madregas when it comes to sleep. Here in America, most uh, are aiming for to, to reach the highest level, <laughs> the highest and deepest level of sleep. But there are four madregas of sleep. Hamadrega harishayna. The the gentlest or lightest level of sleep, the Gemara describes in such a way of being uh, awake and not awake, that somebody calls to you, you respond, but but you're a little bit disoriented. You can't answer a svara. That's how most of us after school, something like along those lines, right? And imagine you just remember yourself back in class. It's nimvelay nim tir vlay tir. That the, your 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 eyes are your eyes are, are a little bit open, a little bit open, and karuleva uh, ani. And if your rebbe calls on you, you answer. But 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 uh, But you can't really respond in a in a uh, an intelligent way. So that's that's a person who's hopping a, a little bit of a dremel, uh to be a little bit to be a little bit. Uh, out of things. On and off. But the person is still aware. But in a in a very uh, in a very um, uh, unclear way. The person is already fallen asleep. Now this person already needs to be. You need to wake him up. He's he's asleep. I'm ready. I'm Shlishes. Mission is Aleph. A Srikim lahakitzo berufuos v'samim. A person who has passed out. Sometimes can only be revived with some with some smell, some medicine. Something has a strong. He's passed out. V'nichtav b'sifra herufuos school is a. And what's brought down in the Sifra Herafuas, that there's a schooler, She Yilachashulai Ba'izno Shmo. It's a very famous thing, well known, that that Yilachashulai Bishmo, that a person who has passed out, if you whisper into his ear his name, that could wake him up. Then he'll be able to be brought back to consciousness. But then there's even a deeper state of unconsciousness. When there's a person who has to go through a, a, an operation or an amputation, and he needs to he, he needs to be anesthetized that he shouldn't that he shouldn't feel the pain of of, of the procedure. 
As noisim loy bechayt moisam laariach v'noitlo menachush hahergish, then he's given something to smell or what we would give some injection, and the and the ability to feel is taken from him. Is he's not able to feel? V'nemargish ke'eva chitoch so that he shouldn't feel the pain of the amputation of the operation. So that's the fourth madrega of of being of being asleep. And all of these four Madregas were with Klai Yisrael, Bizman HaGolos, at the time of Golos, that in many places in Chazal is compared to being asleep. And in Tanakh is compared to being asleep. Golos is a time of sleep. Because immediately following the Churban Bayasheni, the second Churban, the Churban of the second Besamikdash, Hayyam Adrega Harishayna was the, we fell into the first, the first lightest level of sleep, Nim Nim, that first level of sleep, Kimisha Hayya Amha Arts. Because a person in those years, at the, after the Churban Bayashani, Misha, not Masig, what the Jews were like at the time of the Churban, at the time of the Bayashrishan, which we, we spoke about a little bit over the time. I mean, the, the Klayasol had, there were thousands of Navim that were walking around. Everybody had a cousin or something, it was a Navi. There was Navim all over. But in those years after the Churban Bayashani, when we began to get drowsy, Kimisha Haya Am but even a person who is not Ma'aretz, the Lokach Atzmo, but he made a decision, Lil Maitara, to really learn in earnest, Nasatana Amar, was able to become a Tana or an Amar. Now we know we have a Kabbal that any person whose name is mentioned anywhere in the Bavli or Yushalmi had the ability to be Mechai Mesa. They were they would tzaddikim beyond anything that we could possibly comprehend. Kamei Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, as we know, was Namharitz, and became Rabbi Akiva. So at that at that uh, initial stage of 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 Golis, of this Golis, the beginning of the Golis we're in, which was after Chorban Bayasheni, we were in that state of Nimvelonim. There was a, there was a some sort of a consciousness that a person who would shake himself out of that sleep, which you could shake yourself out of sleep, would be able to reach uh, uh, amazing levels of greatness and terror and kedusha and so. <laughs> there was still there was still the the residue of the Beis Hamikdash, and and there was still a, 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 an awareness. Uh, of of a reality higher than this world that was that was there, but we were in a state of semi wakefulness. And as the years went by, we fell into a deeper sleep. Already, this is a person that, that you, know, you need to wake him up. It's already, you have to work at it. You have to wake him up. 
ואחר כך קודם נסגרלוס הבל שם דו נשמוסי עדן And then afterwards, before the Baal Shem Tov appeared, later on, before the Baal Shem Tov appeared, so we're now in the, in the non-Jewish calendar, we're talking about the, the time approaching the 18th century. Then Klai Yisrael was in a state of his alphas, unconscious, the third madrig of his alphas. If the Boshem descended into the world to give very strong medication, to, to wake us up, the beginning of Divrei Chasidus. And he whispered into the ear of every Jew his name, Shanikri Yisrael, that he's a Jew. And his name was Yisrael, of course, Ben Eliezer. Ki Madregis, Yaakov Yisrael. As you all know, that there are two Madregas, there's Yaakov and there's Yisrael. Yaakov is Akiv, is the lower Madrega. Yaakov is that, that Madrega of the Jewish people, Yaakov. In Golis, asleep, and Yisrael is the words Li Raish. Yisrael is is the higher Madrega of Am Yisrael, and and throughout Golis, a Jew is a, a, a typical Jew is only capable of seeing himself as a Yaakov, as somebody who was stepped upon, somebody who was low, and somebody who couldn't possibly have the understanding or the schus to partake. Of the tree of life. That was the Madrega that we were on in Golis, Yaakov. The Balshamtiv Rabbi Yisrael, Balshamtiv came and he whispered the name Yisrael into the ear of every Jew. Kiyesh on the Shtem Madrega, Yaakov Yisrael, Balshamtiv Zal, Himshich Latayr Gufam, as Sherish Nishmosam Hanikri Mazlo. And the Balshamtiv drew into the bodies drew out into the bodies of the Jewish people, Sherish Nishmasam, the root of the soul. Sherish Nishmasam, which is called Mazola. Mazla. The Gam Shem Yisrael. That he's a Yisrael. That a Jew should feel that energy, that... <coughs> that light of Yisrael inside of him, that, it, that the Neshama should begin to communicate with the Guf. But this would be possible for every Jew, Isham, Seperus, and Baila. A conversation between the Neshama and the Guf could take place. And therefore he became known, and he was known even during his lifetime, as the Balshamtav. As the master of the of the good name, the Baal Shem Tov. and that's how he was waking up Jews, and the healing began, and the waking began. Shuhim Shech Lamata Kesser Shem Tov, which is the name of the Sefer Kesser Shem Tov, which is a collection of the 
of the teachings of the Bolshem, that he was able to be Mamshech Lamata, that's the end of the, of the Mazla, of Mazola, Kesa Shem the crown of the good name, Shehuma Dregis Mashiach, which is the Madrega of Mashiach, Shaila Kol Shloishek Sar, as you know that a Shem Toiv is the highest crown that a Jew can wear. It says in Pekiavis, Kesa Shem Toiv. Shem Toiv doesn't mean in this context just to have a good reputation or a good name. It means that a Jew, that a Jew is 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 connected to his good name, which is Yisrael, which is the highest level of Keser, which is which is Madregas Mashiach. When Mashiach will come, each and every one of us will become that person where the Nisham and the Guf is connected in the deepest way, and the highest part of us is communicating to the lowest part of us. So the Rosh and the Ekev, the head of Yisrael, and the Ekev, Yisrael and Yaakov, will be joined together, Yisrael Yaakov. The Keser Shem Tov, the crown of the good name, is the Shem Tov, which is Yisrael, which is the which is the ability that a Jew has to be in touch with the inner, inner point of his existence, which is called Yisrael. So now he goes on to explain, so if that's the case, <coughs> if that's the case, then <laughs> since that time, everything should be, should, be, should been, have been getting increasingly better and better and better. <coughs> so now he explains that after the Baal Shem Tov came, he doesn't go into the protum of this. We'll, we'll discuss this further along, because there's clearly a huge change that has taken place from the first, if we're talking about the first three generations of the Baal Shem and the Talmud Baal Shem, and what's going on now in Hasidus, what's going on now in the world of, of the Talmud Baal Shem, there's a terrible, terrible Yerida which the Tzaddikim already spoke about, the Divichayim spoke about what happened already. But what changed? There was something there was something magnificent that opened up. And we had and we had yesterday was the Badichva's yard side. We had we had these Tzaddikim walking around uh, on such a Madrega. They were Mamish not not uh, the, the, it was not, it was impossible to understand the the Chesed of Hashem that he that that these Sadiqim were able to be in the world at the end of Gola, such a such Sadiqim on that Madrega. And and we would have hoped and expected that, that Sadiqim of that stature or even greater would appear in the world as we would get closer and closer to Mashiach. But what happened is Vacharkh Bizman Hazah afterwards in already in our time so this this Jew we're talking about is uh, coming closer to the end of the 19th century. It's probably around somewhere around the, the this person is around the 1860s, someplace 1850, 1860, something like that. Even a little later. <laughs> 
Milamala, so we then we forget we, that Klai Yisrael fainted into the fourth Madrega. Now remember, the fourth Madrega is when we're put out, anesthesia. Now the, the deeper meaning of that is that some great operation is going to take place. And in order that and in order that we not feel the pain of that disengagement, the ultimate disengagement from the Sheker of this world, from the Sheker of Gaulas, Klayasol was injected with a, a darkness that brought also the terrible, terrible Xerus of Shmad, terrible Tsaros. Not Xerus of Shmad, but terrible, terrible Xerus of Shmad, not Tsaros, terrible, terrible Tsaros. Arkadekach, it came to a point that if a person, that if a person would, 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 would um, feel, you know, for a person to feel the slightest desires of being, of being a Jew, it was already a Chiddush, and there would be tremendous assimilation. Jews leaving Klai Yisrael. Jews leaving, not, not because they're necessarily being forced by Goy, just assimilating and intermarrying and so on. A terrible, terrible hisalfus. They descended from above. Powerful clippers, powerful clippers, shells, husks, shells, coverings. That would take away from Klai Yisrael a chilek, a significant ability of Klai Yisrael to feel, to, to feel. Chush ha-hergish. Now, the loss of that chush, the loss of that chush, of the of a hergish. Of course, the advantage of that would be that somehow we'd be able to survive the operation, the cutting that would take place at the end of time. There's a nasira. Of course, the creation took place in such a way where Adam Chava. In this week's parish, the other mechava were cut and, and were separated one from the other. And there's a and there's a nesira that needs to take place, that's taking place before Mashiach comes, where Am Yisrael has to be purified and cut away from all that we've gotten used to in Galas. In order for us to survive that aberration, a, a significant part of the of the Chusha Hergish was taken away from us by the Klippa that came into the world, which is connected to the, of course, the time of the Haskalah, the Klippas of the Haskalah, and uh, and has been mislabished in different levushim to this day. Right now, the union of technology <clears throat> and whatever those levushim are that are making it almost impossible for even a nice Jew to feel a little bit of kedusha because of all the craziness that he's exposed to. But the tremendous klipa came to this world of him. 
if you or I would have the chush hahergish of our ancestors from way back, if we would have that chush hahergish, if we wouldn't be so anesthetized, we would we would drop dead when we would see what we see. We would drop. We would simply die from the from the filth, from the craziness. We would we wouldn't be able to survive. Also, the misery of Am Yisrael that we had that, that we've been put through these last years of Golas, the Tsaras that we've been through, we wouldn't be able to we wouldn't be able to survive. So we 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 we're we're going through his writing that at the end of time, the very end of it, we're going through a uh, period of being drugged up. Now the loss of Hergish means that we don't feel God anymore the way we used to either. All that said, he can talk about this. We, we don't feel. Not feeling, not being so sensitive and not feeling helps because then the anesthesia makes the pain bearable. If you don't feel the pain, it helps with the pain, but it also makes you numb to Kedusha. So, a person nowadays could feels a numbness when it comes to is able to be some, to some degree numb when it comes to toma, in some way not to feel not to be overwhelmed by the by the disgust by the by the impurity of uh, of the world. But on the other hand, he could he could walk up to the kaisel and be taking selfies, you know, and he's not he's not fainting from the kedusha of the kaisel either. It's like. A, He's lost his chush, uh, of feeling, of feeling. So when we read stories about how, you know, the whole month of Elul, that they used to, that the Jews in the town would come, and they'd spend the entire night, all kinds of tilling and learning and screaming and crying the whole Elul. To us, it's like, these are stories like fairy tales. You know, it means... And we say over all these terrorists, and we read all these beautiful things, but... Uh, You know, nowadays we're living in a time where a person could be watching the Super Bowl while he's while he has a a, 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 a piece of a turkey in his mouth, and he and he has a an, an in between in between uh, when it's commercials he could look in the mashilach. You understand? Well, he's, he's looking. He's learning. It's a, and doesn't see it was a stira. So stira. Person could be exposed to the highest things now, and to the lowest things, and what it has, and, and, what, and what they both have in common, he doesn't feel this in, in any particular way. He doesn't feel that in any particular way. So the anesthesia has had its effect in such a way. Similar to what happened at the time of the Chorban when after the Bayesian when the Vua was taken from us. It's a whole discussion, it's not from now. There was a time there was a time of the Bayesian where there was where where Klyasol was was filled with Nevi'im but it was also filled with Avadazar. There was a craziness, there was a passion, there was a chush there was a, 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 a an unbelievable hergish for Elokus and a longing for Elokus that brought people to Navur, but also brought people to believe in 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 in, 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 in But there was a longing fellow course. There was a longing fellow course. 
it, the Chusha Hergish was, was alive and well. But that also meant that people could make crazy mistakes. People are not interested now, are not interested now in, in a Vodazar. It doesn't have any, it uh, doesn't have any interest. In, uh, we don't care about these things. But the, there was a time that that was very appealing to people. When people were 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 awake and alive, and were and were and were feeling <coughs> elokus and everything. So then they began to see they began to see elokus in the sun and the moon and the stars and tables and rocks. Everything was elokus. Everything was God. Okay, so there were, there were intellectual mistakes that were made. There were errors that were made. And people began to worship, uh, there were people worshipping uh, rocks and, and, and the sun and the moon. But they were worshipping. They were worshipping. They weren't bored. They were awake. They were filled with Avaida. They were Bali Avaida. The last period of Gullahs is this fourth level of sleep, of unconsciousness. Here there was an injection, and we've lost to a large extent the chush ha-hergish. We've lost our sensitivity to godliness, to, to spirituality, to elokus, the chush ha-hergish. Hagam so that in this state, you could have a Jew that he learns Sifrei Kaitish. He learns every day Tanya. He learns every day Svarim. He learns the Zohar Kaddish, whatever. Agam Shroye B'Sifrei Kaitish. V'Shoymeya Divrei Chasidus. And he hears Divrei Chasidus. Yikomokom Einlem Chiyas Klal Mizeh. Doesn't give any chiyas. A little bit, you know, a little bit. Like when somebody is numb, somebody has anesthesia, and he feels a little bit, you know, maybe uh, something. But that depends on the shirish of the person's neshama. But b'derech a person can can roi b'sifrei kodesh shemed devechsidus makomakom ein lehem chiyas klal mizeh, which we'll see is is a reason why it became permissible to reveal such secrets of Torah before Mashiach comes. You know, so you have like the typical, you'll have like some uh, uh, person will say, why are you allowed to learn these things? It's going to make, maybe it's going to make you crazy, right? You have the, like if somebody learns, if somebody learns a mimer from the Zara Kodesh, he's going to go crazy. You have to be in the, you have to be in the game to, to lose your mind in this thing. The Zara Kodesh doesn't make us crazy now. If you learn something from Rizal, maybe you understand, maybe you don't understand it. But it doesn't make you sugar. The Navim were called Mishagard. When, when we were awake, and there was a feeling, so then a terrible mistake could be made, a wrong understanding could, could mislead a person and take a person completely off the, off, off the, uh, uh, the program. But nowadays, uh, somebody, somebody learns <coughs> this Svarmagadayashim. <coughs> I never met in my life a person who went off the dark from learning Hasidus. From learning Divrei Lekim Chaim, from learning, 
He understands. He doesn't understand. But it uh, doesn't doesn't throw him off kilter. It doesn't take away his. Doesn't take him into something chashon that's bad. Because we're not bali hergish. You're not a bali hergish. So what's going to happen if you you, you see a mimer from bishim b'yichai, and so what's going to happen to you? So we come out, don't feel any chiyas at all. So the there's a terrible, terrible, terrible disadvantage, of course, that it's terrible. The matziv is terrible. So we have all of these things now available more than ever before, but the chush hergish is so weak. But as he explains, hamakuvan the point of this injection, of this, of Hashem allowing into the world. Not allowing the world, so I'm bringing into the world <coughs> this dark cloud. <coughs> These makifan de klipa, very powerful klipas, into the world. It's because the great operation has to take place of the absolute and ultimate separation of taif from ra. So we could eat from the tree of life that the time where we're eating from the tree of confusion, the tree of the Echadas, Toiv Vera, in order for us to begin to eat from the tree of life, there needs to be a complete disengagement of Toiv from Ra. The Nishamas of Tikkun Have to have to thrive in a world where there's a, a clear distinction between right and wrong, good and evil. The neshamas of tohu, will, the neshamas of tohu, of Taiv and ra. Golis, all of Golis was a time of tohu. The time at the end of at the at the end of Golis, the time has come. This is my watch is wrong. You'll tell me when it's Okay. The time has come for the separation between Tov and Ra. Now that's a that's a very, very that's a very um, pain painful painful and difficult operation. You see that, like, what's happening? What's happening right now? I mean, you could point to any. We could have had this conversation. We could say the same thing last year, two years ago, ten years ago. But it's happening right now, because this is what's al haparik right now. Somebody told me. One of the chaver told me that he was watching a video in uh, uh, on a college campus. Berkeley, that's always the, Berkeley is always the first place where the Klippa visits. So he's watching a, uh, a video, and there's a Yid standing there with a sign, um, you know, Israel, uh, whatever, in support of him. And the college kids, American college kids, are walking past him and spitting and making fun. And there's across the thing, a sign, there's some guy standing with ISIS. ISIS. 
I don't mean, I don't mean cherry. I don't mean marina, marinos. I'm talking about ISIS. <laughs> Standing with a sign for ISIS, and the oil is going to him, and they're reading the papers, and they're talking to him, and they're and You would think, you would think that that difference between good and evil would be pushed. You would think that that would be pushed. You would think that the government of the United States would not vote in support of in support of an agreement with a malchus of evil, with the malchus that is producing every day the evil that is destroying the world. You would you would think that that's like what they say about the game. That's a no-brainer. You would think that that's mamish a no-brainer. Like this is complicated. As you have to try to figure out who who the good guy is and who's the bad guy, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. That's a, that's a, an avoid over here. And the and the divider between good and evil that began to become exceptionally clear, crystallized with the Nazis and Machshaman. That that divider, that 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 is separating between Toiv and Ra. That 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 machitza is is not respected by by uh, by normal civilized people. It has to not just with ISIS and with and with uh, and, and with Eretz Yisrael, but people how people dress. Now, so now, uh, men are, are marrying men, and girls are marrying girls. Civilized people. I'm not talking about if 50 years ago somebody would have said this. He was the, if 10 years ago, five years ago, somebody said there's some The whole world is mishigan. We're toiv and ra. The boundaries of toiv and ra. That l'chayro are becoming clearer and clearer at the same time. Civilized, intelligent people are lost. So there's such an operation that's taking place. She poured chelak haram and hatoyv. Heman the shamas and the dochim v'nevodim. B'sholosh klipas hatmeish liyakalkul ha'acher. This is a frightening thing, and. Um, It's hard for us to understand. Even in Klai Yisrael, among Jews, the Erev Rav, ultimately every Jew will have it taken, but there's a lot that's become mixed up in Klai Yisrael over the years. You know, even in Eretz Yisrael, there are hundreds of thousands of people who call themselves Jews who are not Jews. And even those who think that they're Jews are not necessarily Jews. And the Taruvis, the mixture, the, 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 the last kick of the Sitra before Mashiach comes, of the Eitzadas, Toivira, so there are neshamas that have to be removed. There are neshamas, there are people who have to be removed. There needs to be a separation where Hashem's people are going to be defined and distinct and clear. And all the evil has to be removed. And that means that there are certain neshamas that there's a fear that 
these are going to damage and hurt the others. Near Rav Shamsh, Fal Hirsch made a separation, made in the Sira in, in Germany. The Chassam Seifer made in the Sira. He saved all of the Jews of the Jews of, of Hungary. There's cutting away of there's a cutting away before the end of time. When the the Holy Vision has said, as the Yotzet's coming up next week, the Holy Vision has said that that before Mashiach comes, they, they, they attribute this to the Baal Shem Tov too, but there are a lot of things in the Baal Shem and the Vision, they're both Yisrael and they're both, that's itself, they looked at also the same. But they, they, he said that before Mashiach comes, the Malach Gavriel is going to take, a, there's going to be a rope around, the, uh, uh, and, and he's going to shake, and only, and only, and only the, the real Yidin are going to be holding on at the end of time. There's a shaking, there's a separation that takes place. And you and I are doing our best to hold on, to just try to get to Shul and to try to keep mitzvahs and try to keep things up and so on. Even though we don't feel much, but to just try to keep things going, to keep things up, to be Jews. But there's a fear that, that, that those who are not Hashem's true people could, could hurt and contaminate and poison and infect. That the, that the, that the toy should not be infected by the Ra. Therefore, there's a separation that takes place at the end of time. Therefore, we see, and it sounds very difficult for us, it's hard for us to hear, but there are people who are being separated from Am Yisrael, that they shouldn't have a shaykhis to Am Yisrael, that they get completely lost and assimilated and leave us. Both in how they dress and how they conduct themselves. Even when it comes to matters of holiness, they start. They stopped having regular shuls. I was talking about it this time. It's about the reform. Open Orthodox. Hmm? Uh, open Orthodox. Oh, you're right. No, it's, an, it's an amazing thing that we see at the end of time, such a thing. I, I don't want to go into that right now, but do you see it's an, it's an amazing thing. That even even he says bedvarim shabikdusha, even in, in, in matters of kedusha, that the shul is no longer the shul is no longer a shul. Shuls began to look like churches. They began to Jews began to to, to so they can they look they go around parading as 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 you know anshei shlomeinu as regular as regular Jews. They, not only that, they see themselves as the ideal Jews. As enlightened Jews, it's hard for us to understand this. It's a, it's a, it's a very big sugya. But you see this confusion nowadays, even even in so-called this this whole thing now, what they call open orthodoxy, it's a, such a bilbul that it used to be that at least that at least our parents, even here in America, and the people knew that this is an orthodox Jew. This is a Mrs. He's not Shemim Mrs. Yeah, there were many Jews that would, that, that would work on Shabbos, and they, then they would come back and make Kiddush. But they knew that that was not ideal, and they, and they would crack about it, and they felt bad. And I've discussed this many times. I remember when I was a kid, there were many, there were many Jews who looked at themselves as being, as being basically from people, but they, they would go to work on Shabbos because of the matzah that they were in. But they, but they would, they would crack all the time, that I'm Mechal Shabbos, I'm Mechal Shabbos, this whole Shabbos. But the... But at the very, very end that we're now in, so now within the so-called this orthodoxy, whatever, it's this, this, this bilbul that's taking place, <coughs> that 
So now, and all these you know think, changes, they they see themselves as being the most compassionate, as being the as being real Jews, the ones that you know that that call a woman up for, from after Yaina, you know that that's that that's, uh, to, uh, or to have a, a woman being being the rabbi and so on, all of these things, whatever, that they 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 look at themselves as being the real, real Jews. This is real orthodoxy. This is this is real Torah, and everybody else is off. And th- it's just it's a new mahadur. It's a new edition of something we've been struggling with during these years, of the uh, from the time of the Haskalah of reform. And even the cemetery, they have their own they have their own chelik in the cemetery. They they have different customs. So the Jews that want to have uh, cremations and mausoleums and so on. Even in the cemetery, this there's a separation that's taking place. Not to be buried together with, with regular Yidin. And these Jews hate betachlis in the ish chosid v'yosha, in Elchi they hate betachlis, a God-fearing Jew. And he says, v'zois l'toy v'aseinu v'day l'mayven. And this is good. It's not, a, it's not a good thing, but he says they're going to be gone. They're going to, they're being cut away from the era of Rav. Again, what does that mean? What about all we ever learned about how every Jew, you know, and, and so then what about all of our efforts to reach out to our brothers and sisters? Those who are sensitive, of course we try. It's the biggest mitzvah before Mashiach comes to reach out to our brothers and sisters. And those who hear it and come back and return to us, but there's a significant part of the Jewish people that has been Surgically removed over these past years, <clears throat> and that's part of the that's part of the process of 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 um, the appearance of Mashiach Tzakein, and and the loss of of the Chusha Hergish or the diminished Chusha Hergish that we should be able to bear and live through this operation, the cutting away and the separating that takes place between good and evil at the end of time. I don't know. I think that we're not going. We're going to continue. You don't have to bring this page the next time. We're going to learn because this is really the waking up that he goes through the different periods. Then he talks about since he's a Chabad Chassid, he, he he explains everything in in, in, in the Mizgeres of Chabad, the Baltani and the Middle Arab and the Tzemetzedek, which is which is a very beautiful thing. And it's certainly for Lubavitch Chassidim they should they should make sure to to finish the piece. But but for the rest of us, we're going to continue next week in Mitzrayim. With the with the mimer from from Rabbi Shemayah, Derech Chaim, and understanding the context of the appearance of the Balshem Tov.